0: Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a topic that is so important to me, that is so near my heart. And I know I say this every time, but I just get excited by this topic. Today, we're going to be talking about building your growth plan. Personal growth is something that is very important to me. I'm the kind of person that finds energy and motivation in personal growth. I'm constantly looking for ways to continue to grow. And that means to me, constantly be learning. I try to learn something new every day. And today, I want to share with you how I approach growth what I have learned about growth, and how to develop a personal growth plan. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. let's dig in into today's episode, how to develop a growth plan. I have so many things to share with you about this topic that I don't know that one episode is going to be enough, but let's see how this goes. Before I jump into describing how I went about developing my growth plan and share with you some tips on how to build your own, I need to start by saying that it has not always been like this. When I was younger, when I started my career, I grew accidentally. What do I mean by that? Well, I didn't have a plan at all. I didn't even knew that a growth plan was something that exists. When I was at school, I thought that growth meant reaching a certain level or position in an organization. I always had very clear since I was at school that I wanted to work on a corporate job in a big global company. So for me, growth meant reaching a certain level and not only reaching a certain level, but reaching it in a certain time frame. For me, growth and success meant reaching a certain position by a certain date. So I set goals for myself. I thought that's how you grow. You set a goal and you pursue your goal. So I still remember what those goals were. I set the goal for myself that I wanted to be a manager by the age of 30, a director by the age of 35, and a vice president by the age of 40. I had very clear those goals, but I had no idea how to achieve them. The only thing that I had at that time was the theory that I had learned at school. And to be honest, I thought that was all what I needed. So I decided that I would continue to expand my knowledge. And how to do that? Well, going back to school, right? That's how you learn. So I went for my master's. I was a little bit blind at the time, maybe more than a little. I thought that if I finish my master's degree, then... I would be equipped to be a good manager. But it didn't take me long to realize that that is not the path forward. I got promoted to manager when I was 24. Someone saw potential in me and decided to give me that opportunity. It was then when I learned the difference between a goal mindset and a growth mindset. It was in those next two to four years that I grew the most, and I realized the importance of personal growth and really what growth means. It was during that time that I came up with my first growth plan. So let's start unfolding all of that. I feel that I need to start by sharing with you what have been my biggest aha moments and lessons learned when it comes to personal growth. The first lesson, Having goals is very important for many reasons. They provide direction, they have the power to motivate you, and they help you figure out the steps to get there. But when it comes to growth, limiting yourself to achieving goals may result in a plateau. That's exactly what happened to me. When I got my promotion at 824, I felt very proud of myself. I felt that I had reached the destination. And not only I had reached the destination, but six years before I was targeting to. That inflated my ego and I stopped being humble. I also plateau. I stopped learning. I mean, I knew anything, right? That is the reason why I was promoted. Doesn't work like that? It didn't take me long to realize that that is not how things work. I had so much to learn. I made so many mistakes due to my lack of experience and honestly, maturity. When you only focus on your goals, you run the risk of stop growing. When you reach your goal, you end up not realizing your full potential. On the other hand, when you're focused on growth, your goals are not anymore the destination. That they are part of the journey. No matter how much you know or how many goals you've achieved, you can always continue growing. Lesson number two, I realized that the more I learned, the more I felt I didn't knew enough. It just reinforced what I just said, learning never ends. And the more you learn, the more eager you are to learn more because you realize that you don't know what you don't know. Lesson number three, growth is not getting to a certain level or position. Growth is becoming the best version of yourself, is being better than you were yesterday, a month ago or a year ago. All that point in my career, I thought I knew it all. I thought I was good at many things. But when I look back, I feel embarrassed of myself. I probably was good or better than others at that stage of my life. But if I compare that version of myself when I was 24 to this version of me today, well, I can certainly see how much I've grown. Look back for yourself. Would you feel embarrassed of some of the projects, products that you deliver five years ago, ten years ago? If you do, that is a good thing. That means that you have grown. Lesson number four. I also learned that maturity only comes with time and being more specific with experience. Okay, I want to make a distinction between three terms here. I feel that these terms, at least the first two, a lot of times are being used as synonyms, but I see them as very different one from the other. These terms are seniority, experience, and reflected experience. Seniority is the number of years or time overall that you have been doing something or that you've been in a particular company or position, Experience, on the other hand, for me, is the number of situations that you have been exposed to. Two people might have the same seniority, in the same job, the same company, but have very different levels of experience. There is a third level, from my point of view. That is, experience by itself is not enough in order to grow. And that is my lesson learned. You can be exposed to many different experiences, many different situations. But if you're not reflecting on those experiences and the way that you perform in those experiences and the way that you face those, those experiences are not adding to your growth. Last lesson, lesson number five. You grow the most when you step Outside of your comfort zone. If you want to grow, you need to constantly step outside of your comfort zone. If you stay too long in your comfort zone, you run the risk of plateauing. Stepping out of your comfort zone is uncomfortable. As John Maxwell says, everything worth pursuing is uphill. If you feel that you're cruising along, that things are smooth and easy, it's probably time for you to step out of your comfort zone. The amazing thing when you step out of your comfort zone is that your comfort zone expands. What was uncomfortable becomes comfortable. What felt challenging doesn't feel challenging anymore. On that two years after I got promoted as a manager, I was thrown out of my comfort zone every day. And it's that time in my career when I grew the most. When I changed my perspective from chasing my goals to one of constant growth, I became more humble. I realized that I didn't know all and that it's, there's a lot for me to still learn, even today. Also, I became more open to change. As you grow, you change. I have become a different person, a better version of myself, and come to realize that change is required in order to growth. So now I'm more open to change. I know that that is the word of the game. I'm also more self-aware, more open to feedback. I'm more curious I have become a better listener, and I'm more agile and able to learn, unlearn, and relearn. You know, they say that the illiterate of the future will not be those that can read or write, but those that can learn, unlearn, and relearn. So how did I build my growth plan? Let me walk you through how that looked like for me. Number one, I identify the areas of growth for myself. How can you identify those for yourself? Well, you can use feedback you've received from others. You can identify what feels uncomfortable today. What do you admire in others? Another source to identify areas of growth is self-reflection. Self-reflection is so powerful. Number two: I identify how to step out of my comfort zone. Ask yourself, what can you do that will push you out of your comfort zone? Number three: I am consistent at investing time in my growth. I try to invest 30 to 60 minutes every day on personal growth. Number four, I identify resources that would help me grow in the areas that I want to grow. We all learn in different ways, so I really encourage you to find the best fit for your learning style. For me, some resources that I leverage almost daily include podcasts, books, my mentors, my job, the tasks, the projects that I'm involved, YouTube, big. Number five, I consider that it's critical when you're learning something to apply it right away. I know a lot of people that attend training after training. They go to tens or hundreds of trainings, but never allow time in between those trainings to apply what they learn the actual learning doesn't happen in that training. It happens when you apply what you learn in that class. One thing that I like to do when I'm reading personal development books is to split the book in sections. Sometimes those sections are the actual chapters of the book. I read a chapter and then I look on ways on how can I apply what I just learned. And I don't move to the next chapter until I've been able to reflect and apply what I learned in the previous chapter. That brings me to number six, self-reflection. Self-reflection is key to grow. I use self-reflection in different ways. First of all, I use it to try to find ways to apply what I've learned, just like I explained right? I will reflect on what I read, on what I heard in a class or a seminar, and I self-reflect on what might be ways in my current role, in the current activities that I'm involved, or the activities that are available to me where I can apply what I learned in theory. I also use self-reflection really every day, after finishing a task, a project, after a presentation or a meeting, or just at the end of my day, I like to take the time to self-reflect how things went. And I try to ask myself a series of questions like, what went well? What didn't went so well? How did I perform? How did I came across What could have I done better? What would I do differently if I could go back in time? Or what would I do differently next time that I get to do this same task? Also, I ask myself, what did I learn? Sometimes I learn things about myself, sometimes about the situation. But typically, we learn out of every experience. But we don't realize that we learn, or what we learn, unless we self-reflect. So again, self-reflection is key in order to propel our growth. Number seven, I love to ask for feedback. I'm constantly asking for feedback almost every day. I think some people might think that I'm annoying, and that's okay. I truly believe that feedback is key for growth. Because I believe that we all have our best intentions in everything that we do, but our intentions can be perceived differently by others. This is because we all have our own blind spots, and we need to relay in other people's input and feedback to be able to get the full picture. Feedback, though, needs to be paired with self-reflection and action. Otherwise, it has no value. Let me repeat that one more time. Feedback needs to be paired with self-reflection and action. Otherwise, it has no value. When you receive feedback, you need to reflect on how it fits in the bigger picture. And then you need to do something about it. Sometimes that something is actually doing nothing, and that's okay, but you need to get to that point of making that decision. If you ask for feedback, but you don't take action, people would not be willing to give you feedback again. I truly believe that growth is a journey and not a destination. So all these seven things that I share with you in my mind are interconnected in a cycle that never ends. So let me summarize those seven components of my growth plan one more time. Number one, start by identifying what are your areas of growth? What are those areas in which you want to grow? Number two, Identify how to step out of your comfort zone in those areas that you want to focus on. Number three, consistently invest time in your personal growth. I would suggest that you invest time every single day in your personal growth. For me, I invest 30 to 60 minutes every day. Number four, Identify the resources that can help you grow in the areas that you want to grow. We all learn in different ways, so I really encourage you to find the tools and resources that best fit your learning style. Number five, after you learn something, it's critical that you apply it. So focus on application. It's not about the speed in which you devour a book Or go through different training classes. Sometimes slower is better. Allow time for applying what you learned in that book, in that class, in that seminar, in that experience. Number six, self-reflection. You heard me say this word, I don't know how many times in this podcast. So I'm going to say it one more time. Self reflection is critical for your own personal growth. And the most important part about self reflection, or the best part about self reflection, is that it is completely free and completely under your control. And number seven, ask for feedback. If you follow this cycle, if you do these seven things consistently, I guarantee you that you're going to experience an exponential growth as you haven't experienced before. As I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, there are so many things that I want to talk to you related to this topic. And I still have many more to share with you. So I think I will be planning on doing more episodes in the future to touch on this important topic. I hope you like so far what you've heard. I hope that you found this episode helpful and you got a few tips and tricks that you can implement to start putting together your own personal growth plan. If you liked today's episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. Also, I want to ask you to share this episode with anyone that you think can benefit from today's content. And with that, I hope you have an amazing day and I'll be looking forward to talk to you again on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.